0: Who are looking to understand the key training variables and their effect on the simultaneous development of strength and endurance performance. Get your copy now, available to buy from Amazon. Now let's get into the show. Podcasters, welcome back. This is the Progress Theory Podcast. This is episode 2.5 and in today's episode, Daryl Green and I discuss our upcoming challenge where for the last 10 weeks, we've been training for the concurrent training challenge where we look to increase strength at the same time as prepare for a four hour marathon. So the concurrent training challenge for Daryl and I are slightly different. So Daryl is going for a 120 kilo snatch at the same time as preparing for a four hour marathon. And I'm going for increasing strength by 10% in four key lifts, while also training for a four hour marathon. And those key lifts are the front squat, the deadlift, the strict press with the barbell, and the weighted pull-up. Now in today's episode, we mainly focus on the last week of training leading up to the event, which is on December the 19th. So how have we tapered our strength training and our endurance training leading up to this particular challenge? And how we manipulated the day? When are we doing the strength testing? When are we doing the endurance testing? What have we manipulated to ensure that we have the best chance of success and completing this challenge? So, As always, please follow us on Instagram at progress underscore theory underscore. Leave a comment, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And as always, join the journey. This is episode 2.5, the last week leading up to the concurrent training challenge.
1: Sh- shows more of the, I want to say, the journey to make it all sound... What, cliche? That's yeah.
0: what you're thinking.
1: Yeah, but X it is. factor. <laughs> it is though, isn't it? It's, it shows more of like where you've come from to now. And I guess that's what people want to see. They don't... They're not interested really in the end result. They want to know how you got there, I think. Hmm.
0: Um, it's all well, about the journey.
1: I know for me anyway, I'm much more interested in
0: how people got... To, got to where they got to then where they're at now. I'm not. Mm. Well, that's what you, that's the information you want to take because then it starts making you reflect on how can you improve your own training yeah. or part of life, whatever it may be. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I don't care about the final result. It's normally some arbitrary number, isn't it? Like a record or something. So like, well, how did they get there? Oh, they did that. Cool. I might take some of that and put it into my own training. See if I can improve my numbers, times, whatever it might be. Yeah, definitely, man. That's just so true. So yeah. true. But Taking that in mind. Yeah. You're nervous? I am nervous. Um not for the run at all, really. Like
1: all right. I'm pretty sure I can drag my ass around that. Um because it it will require very little thought and and I don't know, like technical ability, but for the lift I am. Um as I said before, like just the, the sessions since I've hit a PB and this build-up have mm. been awful. Um, just really lacking timing uh, on the snatch, and it just hasn't really come together. So um, hopefully this week, putting some just some lighter,
0: good reps, and just feel just build my confidence a little bit. Yeah, I guess that's the main thing, isn't it? If you have set uh intensities you want to hit but you start missing them that could have a real negative effect on your attitude towards it and then on the day if you go in half-hearted or not as confident that you could be then all of a sudden that's going to reduce the chance of it happening so yeah, yeah. i can see what you mean just by hitting numbers that you know you can hit just get the the movement pattern ready for the for the big day yeah yeah completely like you see it um like at the Olympics. You see some
1: of the best weightlifters when that when it comes to it, like just failing all three. Um, I think one of the years, Lou, the Chinese weightlifter that everyone like, loves to watch because mm. he's ridiculously strong and powerful. Um, I think he, he um, missed all three cleaning jerks one year, but, but he's squat jerks. I guess it's a lot more technical, but just missed them. Like, and I think it's just whether it's going to come together on the day, whether I'm... It just, whether it's going to happen, it we will see. But um, I'm hoping I've done enough to be able to hit my target. But um, yep. yeah, it's just it's all those small little um, parts of the lift and and my mindset going into it, whether it all comes together as
0: well. So yeah, 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 of course. So <clears throat> just to reiterate your challenge is a 120 degree degree 120 kilo snatch yep in the morning and then in the afternoon originally it was a 4 hour marathon but uh, yep. you're going to go feel, more,
1: yeah yeah i feel like in, um just a, i just feel like i can do a little bit better than 4 hours so i'm going to i'm predicting a 350 ish marathon um right. And if I can do that, then yeah, really happy. I'll be really happy with that. I'll, if we do that loop that we've discussed, I think it works out if I was to do a 10-minute loop every time.
0: Okay. So for the listeners, we've for the run, we've decided to do a loop instead of uh, the original plan, which, well, firstly, we were going to try and uh, join with the Portsmouth Marathon. Uh, that was cancelled because of covid then we were still going to use the same uh, pathway the same track uh, but we were unsure on a few things one was apparently there was some damage to part of the track so there was like rubble lying across the right, line across the path which may have been cleared now but we thought uh, let's let's screw it uh, let's do something else and at the same time we were concerned regarding uh, the wind because it's right on the coast and <laughs> yeah, I need as much wind behind me as possible uh, for this challenge. So what we decided was uh, just to do a loop and we can have uh, friends and family uh, actually set up camp at part of the loop. So we have someone to take, um, give us water, food, uh, photos, all of that sort of thing. Um, and you, you designed the loop. It was, it's what, 1.8K? Yeah, 1.8K is, yeah, just
1: it's is it's in an area that will be limited like will be traffic limited so there won't be too much traffic not yep. too much crossing of roads um basically not too much stop starting um and we should be we should be pretty clear for the whole time um so that's the reason why i picked
0: that location um i love how the, you know you start to think of the little things when it comes to running just to make sure that we are Hitting the best time possible, so like no crossing of roads. Where's the wind blowing? Um, Is it flat? As soon as you start adding like slight hills, that's going to add time. Yeah, yeah, completely. It's breaking four, isn't it? That's it. That's all. The less less impressive documentary. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And what we, we were going to on the day figure out which direction the wind is blowing. And then run in the direction of the loop that allows us to have the wind behind us on one part of the loop, wasn't it? We we didn't want any point where we were going against the wind. No, because the one part
1: of the loop is as close to the seafront, well, as close to the sea as we can get, and there's no like it's an open space. So Mm. if we can, if we make sure whatever direction the winds go, and we use that behind us for that section. Mm-hmm. As we come back round, hopefully the the buildings that are the other like in the centre of the loop it will look like will um give us a bit of a a wind break um there. So the only time we have the wind will hopefully be behind us. Um
0: it's, yeah. the part oh. of the loop goes past the, the fair on Hailing Island, doesn't it? Yeah, fun yeah, fair, yeah. So yeah. Those now, if apps. it's open, I'm getting candy floss and having it <laughs> halfway through. I can get some sugars in me. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> so your tactic is to try and do 10 minute 1.8 loops. Yeah. And that's kind of your, your tactic and you're going to just yeah. try and maintain that for the whole time. And then once you hit 42.2K, it's like done. Yeah.
1: I think it's it works out around 23.4K. Twenty-eight point three loops or something, mm. I think. Um, so yeah, that's a. We won't we won't start and finish in the same place, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, we could like for the last bit. You could always just turn it back round and yeah. finish near it. So uh. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Or I need the walk back recovery.
1: Yeah, yeah. So ten minutes um, a loop is is roughly where I'm going to head for. Um, and yeah, we, we I'll just see from there. And I'd like to think that maybe toward I'm, I know it's going to hit me. It will hit me hard at kind of twenty mile mark. And mm-hmm. in marathon, in previous marathons I've run, it's always been at that time, regardless
0: of training. Um, so I know it's going to get hard at some point. Um, what do you think your strategy is once you hit twenty miles? Or is it because you're, you're thinking about it? You're like, oh shit! I've just hit twenty miles. How do I feel? <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Probably, I will probably be all like, I will feel like that.
1: Um, my well, I guess my strategy at that point will be, I've not got long left.
0: Yeah, um, six miles to go.
1: Just you just got to carry just gun on it. Yeah, whatever that means. From times I do have to end up breaking into a walk, um, which I'm sure I will do at some point. Um, then I will just. I don't know, i put times on it or I don't know, use references along the route just to keep me focused.
0: I'll
1: mm-hmm. be like, right, if, if you're going to walk, you're only going to walk to this lamppost or battery or, you know. Um, yeah, just, yeah just kind of also have, like, just mentally focus on something else other than the pain.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, certainly. That's
1: pretty much it um but yeah i think i think we're gonna i think we're gonna achieve our targets from for me food is gonna be important i think mm-hmm. i'll always go out and i'm like yeah i'll be all right i don't need nothing for a while and before before i've even eaten anything it's too late really yeah like it's yeah, not yeah. like i get to a point where i'm eating but it's not even gonna have any it's not benefiting me for the remainder of the the marathon
0: so yeah my plan with food was to get some form of gel sweets or anything kind of sugary in me uh, every 6k
1: yeah
0: i'm so going eat, yeah. probably about three every three loops i think i'm
1: gonna do gonna go super early on that for sure mm. um i've learned every time i've done them and don't not be afraid to actually just stop and and eat it
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: because i'm always like I want to keep going because I don't want to lose time, but then I end up not actually eating it properly because it's hard work to chew and run. (laughs)
0: Stuck in the bottom of your mouth. Yeah,
1: so stop, eat, and then carry on. Um, I'm not too sure on what I'm going to have. I'll have some kind of electrolyte drink. um, there Because we're doing a loop, I'm not going to carry a pack or nothing like that. No gonna run. And that was
0: one of the benefits that, you know we didn't have to carry, carry like a kilo of I don't think you probably do that much but you know a large amount of water which just jumps up and down <laughs> your back and you just yeah. I just don't want that
1: yeah so we've we got that base and we I can have like um, a couple of bottles ready filled so mm-hmm.
0: do we get to do like the pros where they they might drink on the run and then they just go like they fling the bottle casually and then once we are all finished, we had to go round trying to make yeah. sure we haven't littered. <laughs> yeah. I remember there was a, when I was in
1: London, where I used to be based there, there was a, I think it was Run to the Beat, I think it was called. It was sponsored by Powerade or something. And you would, after this run had happened, you'd walk the streets of London. Uh, well, Greenwich was where I was and just Powerade bottles oh. everywhere. Like with one sip taken out of. Really? Oh, that's Yes. Yeah, um, but yeah,
0: so yeah, I, I don't only
1: with plastic, yeah, even drinking. I don't think I'll drink on whilst trying to run. It's 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 hard, it's really, oh, I, I find know. it really difficult. Um, so I'll stop, I'll have a drink, <clears throat> I'll have some food, and then I'll carry on. Yeah, every three four loops, something like that. Um, I was thinking every 5k for me, so yeah, six. For every three loops will be just over mm. that. It'll be in between five and six k. So, we yeah, yeah, probably yeah. Probably stick with the same kind of tactic there.
0: Yeah, so sounds like a plan. Um, my sort of pacing strategy is a little bit different to yours, I think. Mainly the speed. Um, so I've been deliberately running around trying to get sort of efficiency at the pace that I wanted. With my training at around 5:42, but with some stops and you know stop-start, stop-start, uh, with food and all that, uh, I think I might need to sort of maintain slightly more than that, so maybe like a 5:35. Um, that's kind of my pace. So I wasn't thinking of okay, 10-minute loops. I'm just going to use my watch. Like so okay, I need to maintain this pace and then just go from there. Uh, we both know that unfortunately. It will be 10 days ago now, my calf went on a training run. I was at the top of the island, 11K in, and I had to be picked up. Like I literally couldn't even limp back or anything like that. It was like, oh, damn it, it's, it's gone. Genuinely, genuinely gutted. Um, so it's one of those things where that may put a dampener and may make me change <clears throat> tactics as we go through. Um, if I just cannot maintain a pace because of pain, um, in my calf, then my goal is to complete the marathon. Like I've never completed a marathon. So that's going to be a big win for me anyway. I'm going to go out there aiming for a four hour marathon. Um, but as long as I can improve my strength scores at the same time, completing a marathon that also satisfies what our original goal was wasn't it that you can still yeah. increase strength while still training for a math. And as long as you know your programming takes into account the interference effect, um, smart programming regarding not doing too much when it comes to strength and and uh, and your running work, and you can you can achieve both. Um, we'll, we'll, I've got some ideas why my like I might just been unlucky with why my calf went, um, but we're going to do a reflection uh podcast next week aren't we after yeah. the after the event so um i'll definitely are we a good thing to discuss we think why did my why did my calf go uh, there's definitely quite a few things to talk about so but
1: yeah
0: those are my strategies going in so get this marathon done whatever happens go full goggins like if we can if he can complete the bad water on broken feet then i can complete your marathon with a dodgy calf that's what I'm telling uh, myself. I'm probably going to cry the whole way round, but you know, never mind.
1: Yeah, I'll make sure you get round it, mate. And uh, <laughs> what, one of are my friends, tether? one of my friends, is also coming down to run. So, um, and I'm, we may have some other people join us just for a couple of loops here and there. So who knows? Um, that could also help. Um,
0: Ace makers are welcome.
1: Yeah, hell, someone um,
0: might do the whole thing with us. Yeah, Um,
1: yeah. So that's. The marathon, I think we we're all good with that.
0: Yeah, um, I think despite like, oh, this is going to be tough, um, or whatnot. <clears> I think it's going to be fun. Like, there's going to be the strength. It's like we're going to get there in the morning and just get it done, and just you know, you go a bit more in yourself when it's like you're lifting for one specific big event, uh, like a strength lift. Um, but the afternoon of running will probably be a bit more communal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Like you can. You can afford to just have a laugh and
1: um, enjoy. Well, oh, enjoy it for at least half of it, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like you, like I've had niggles and they're not completely gone. But my shoulder mm-hmm. um, from snatching
0: right, potentially. Yeah, so, but so your shoulder with the with the strength portion, and then my calf with the running portion. Yeah, we've got our niggles, so. And uh, uh, listeners, we're not using these as excuses. It's kind of <laughs> reflecting on the current state of our bodies.
1: No, yeah, and I, I have some um, reasons that I believe that why it's happened as well. But we'll also cover that in the reflection. Mm. Uh, and I think when it comes to lift, that that's what's going to potentially. Impact me like I can still lift, it's fine. Like I'm still lifting with it, it's not massively painful,
0: but it's just a distraction. Yeah, it's something I'm aware of. And, um, so you think it's now about not letting that get the better of you?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I can have a hundred percent focus in the lift itself and not think, Oh, that shoulder's a little like that's a little bit iffy, Mm. that feels a little bit funny. Yeah maybe that's why I'm going to fail this lift. Like already plant that in my head, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, So yeah, I've just got to um, kind of feel, feel confident going into this. So um, how I, how I'm going about this week is just to almost hit some relatively lighter loads that just that feel like spot on really yeah
0: so, yeah so yeah actually that's a good question what's your training looking like for this week for this regarding week? so you often think that the last week leading up to a particular event is your tapering week where you kind of reduce the volume and intensity to allow yourself to recover from the fatigue and allow a bit of a super compensation period so that when you have the challenge or the event or the match whatever it might be you are in peak condition yeah what, what are you thinking? So I have got two lifting sessions in.
1: Um, I'm going to have two lifting sessions already. Already complete one. So um, the and it's not to try and improve. It's not to try and get stronger. It's, it's like I wh- whatever I've done in this last two weeks is not going to have almost have no impact on mm. my my strength, my endurance, or enough too much. It's more I'm doing it just to. Go into it feeling confident. Last week, I had a really poor week of lifting, and and yeah, just mentally could. If I just left it at that, I could it could have affected affected it come Saturday. So I just Mm -hmm. want to hit some, like I was saying, just hit some confident reps. Volume is extremely low, and so is the intensity. So it's just, it's almost going through the motions and just hitting some really good. Lifts with great patterning, shall I say? It's mm-hmm. more, it's more f- so I've got a feeling of the way I'm moving and I'm a bit more aware of. And hopefully, when it comes to Saturday, I can visualize that going into the lift or going into the lifts that, that I do. Um, I've only got one run, one run that I'm going to do, uh, very easy. Just to almost stay, stay moving, really.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Is there
0: any goals with that run? As in, like a certain distance, a certain pace, or you're just going? Well, I was going to, I was going to go out for
1: around, around an hour, ten to twelve k, something like that. Just um, at the pace that I'm going to be running the marathon at. Mm. Um, Nothing special. No, no. Um yeah nothing special for that particular distance, but in terms of the marathon pace hopefully it will it it will be my target pace but um yeah, and it's just it's just really to make sure that because my last run was on Saturday, so I would have left it a whole week, and i I just don't feel personally I don't feel well when I do that hmm. um, uh it, and it it's not it, from the volume that we've been doing and that the runs I've been doing it it shouldn't it shouldn't affect me it's more just it will just more feel like a bit of blood flow and recovery and good just good movement really breathing and that's that's the aim that's the aim of it really
0: the essentials keeping uh, keeping those processes flowing so that everything's nice and rested and ready for yeah the yeah um, and
1: then I'll be resting on Friday because I'll have a light, the light lifting session on the Thursday.
0: Yeah. Nice. That sounds good. Re- I guess relatively similar to what I had planned on doing. Um, I My strength cycle was kind of progressive over the 10 weeks. It wasn't like a four weeks and deload four weeks. It was just a very slow progressive over 10 weeks. Um, and the last two weeks of that 10 weeks, I did... Uh, five singles. And then the second week of those five singles, I pushed a little bit more. Um, and they've been going really well. Uh, strength doesn't affect my calf, which is, which is nice. And on all of the lifts, I have I hit singles out of around 95% to 110% of what I got in the previous uh, testing we did at the beginning. So my push press, that was 100%. I hit lifting more for the pull-up and the deadlift. Uh, and then my front squat was the one that I did at around 95. I did a, that was on Saturday, I did a 145 front squat. Nice. Um, so still not the prettiest, but it's prettier than what I was doing when we did the pre-testing and much faster. So, you know, the fact that I haven't, that's the one I didn't push more. Uh doesn't bother me because it's one of the lifts where 150 is like my max ever. Uh, whereas the 190 I got in the deadlift is not my max ever. I've lifted more than that, but I was heavier. So, but that was, and, and a few years ago. So it's kind of new territory lifting above 150 in the front squat, but lifting more than 190 isn't. So I expected that to be a little bit easier. So, But I'm happy with the, pro- the progress um I've hit. You know, I've kept it very auto-regulated. I didn't set specific uh, percentages of 1RM. I've just made sure that I started at a weight during the five sets of eight, which was the the first week where I knew that I had room to progress. It was like an RPE of like six. And then I just allow myself to um, increase the uh, intensity. So what I mean by increasing the intensity, I increased the weight each week. But then if I did... If I had two weeks of five times two, the, the second week of five times two, I was lifting more. So like I was progressing in that way. Um, so now I've kind of peaked that bit. So now, yeah, like I said, it's the tapering period and Monday and Wednesday, well, Wednesday's today, uh, I'm just doing all four lifts at lower intensities and sort of bringing myself down so again it's like you said more practice of the of the movements lower intensity may do some assistance work today because the intensity is much lower so uh monday i did a five, three, one at 65 75 and 85 percent of what i was hoping to achieve on on sunday saturday um which went well but i could tell like oh i'm a bit tired here like i'm glad the challenge isn't today Uh, And then today, I'm only going to, I think I'm only going to go up to 60% of that perceived challenge, uh, perceived load that I want to get. So it should be quite a short, sharp session. And I want to get into (coughs) additional uh, assistance work, which are either I feel are going to improve my lift, or it's going to just help me loosen up and move more efficiently for the run. Um, Clearly, like one session isn't going to have that kind of massive effect, but you know what I mean? I'm trying to yeah. just to go through the adaptations that hopefully that I've developed over the past ten weeks. So then with the the running, obviously I can't run at the moment because of my calf. So I'm doing off feet conditioning and I'm doing two sessions, an hour long, uh, trying to recreate the heart rate which I know I'm going to get when running at that pace. So it's like what 140, 145. Yeah. So yeah, I go between the assault bike and the the row. It's not Uber, not Uber fast, but it's just continuous, uh, and the moving back and forth just allows you to free up a little bit and not get Uber stiff on a on a modality that you haven't necessarily trained lots because you've been focusing on running. <laughs> so, and I found I watched. Have you seen the film? Is it Thirteen Hours of Benghazi? The soldiers Benghazi. Yeah. 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 I watched that yesterday. Uh, like that <laughs> like my RPE I like, oh, this is quite hard for the first what 45 minutes because it's a bit quieter at the beginning yeah, of the yeah. film. And then all of a sudden it starts kicking off. And I'm like, fucking Ryan for <laughs> proper going for it. And it's like oh, I feel just as easy as it was before, but my you know, my paces were so much so you know what you watch has a direct effect on your perception of like how hard something is. So, right. Okay. I'm going to make a list of films every time I'm in the gym. Yeah. Get the right ones on. I think it's the same with music, isn't it? Yeah. I think. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, Actually saying that on my long runs in my training, uh, over the last 10 weeks, quite often, say I did a 24 K the first half I would listen to music and yeah, I'm probably more fresh at that point. Um, so it was quite easy to maintain the pace that I wanted and then I would stop to turn around and as I stopped I'd probably change and I'd go to like a podcast or an audible book and all of a sudden it's like everything felt a bit harder because I swapped what I was listening to yes I was also more tired because I was more into the run but you know there was a, a direct correlation to like how hard something felt with running and what I was listening to so I might have to make some kind of four-hour playlist on Spotify.
1: I've li- I literally done the opposite. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I started with podcasts to purposely make me go slower. Ah,
0: okay. Um, yeah.
1: Because I've always been, I've always struggled to, yeah, I feel good. Come on. Even though yeah. I know the importance of it, but it just, it's just helped me. Um, and then towards the back end of my runs, I've put, right like, when the podcast has ended, yeah. Um put put music on.
0: Yeah. Maybe I should do that. We talked about getting um motivational speeches from David Goggins or someone like that <laughs> on repeat. Four hours yeah. of Goggins in your ear telling you to stay hard.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, every hour it's in your playlist somewhere
0: and just pops up. Mm. I'm sure there's something on Spotify like that. Yeah. But that's more that's what we have to do is <clears throat> to get through this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've I've tried running with no headphones, but um, I actually quite enjoy listening to something. So yeah. um, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll be running with headphones for as long as the battery lasts. Hopefully, long enough.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Might have to see if I could bring a spare to so do a quick changeover. I'd hate yeah. to do like the last what six miles with nothing, <sighs> oh. me alone in my head. I don't want that. <laughs> no, that's... Oh be hideous just have to play play out loud you're fine (laughs) yeah yeah Um, on the day yep so for those listening that live near Hailing Island or Portsmouth feel free to come down and watch us Uh, the the strengths portion is going to be in the morning probably around eight o'clock isn't it
1: yeah I think we'll get there Um, and we'll
0: begin that's quite a small area where we're doing it so probably won't get anyone watching that but no. what I wanted to mention is, okay, we got our strength section in the morning, and then we got our run at two p.m., and that was deliberate, so it leaves around six hours in between. Um, so we're trying to reduce the one um, interference effect, but at the same time give us a bit of time to neuromuscularly recover, <laughs> so that we're not completely drained from the strength lifting in the in the morning when we do our run. So that's why we've chosen it. Any longer than that, we're going to get into real cold temperatures. It's going to be late. It's going to be dark. It's going to be dark anyway when we finish. Yeah. Um, but that's how we've structured the day. So, if you are in the Hailing Island area, please come down to Beachlands because we'll probably set up camp near there. That's where the loop is. It's near the bottom. If you yeah. see, if you see if, like the fairground, head in that direction. We'll be there. Yeah. So the end
1: of the beach like that kind of where that pub is is like that's we'll be running past there every every 10 to 12 minutes so
0: hmm.
1: you, you'd see us yeah
0: sure. I'll be thinking of a pint there yeah. a pie <coughs> some kind of mash and a pint yeah. might have to
1: yeah definitely mate um, so yeah it'd be good if if people do come down and jump on a loop or two
0: um, I'll need it I need pacemakers so please come along
1: yeah um, well I'm looking forward to it mate it's going be it's going to be tough but it's gonna be fun and see where
0: we can take it right? uh, we, we've done the hard work we've done the planning we've done what we can to structure the day to try and <laughs> work in our favor so now it's just about putting in the hard work yeah uh, i I think this week with the
1: training like we were saying I am very much just taking it as like I'm not, I've, I'm not going into my sessions with any specific goal. It's just other than to, oh yeah, once it feels good, boom, I'll stop there. Yeah. Um, unless it's, yeah, yeah, almost like it's almost like priming, and then other than that, it's prioritizing rest, mentally preparing, and eating. So I, that I can do. So. When people say carb loading, like I've, I've started already. I know it's Wednesday. Oh, I started. <laughs> I start. I started Monday um, just to really saturate my body. Um,
0: I'm going to Nicolino's tonight. The Italian oh, restaurant very in Innsworth. nice Yeah. It's Haley's last day in her in job. She starts a new job after Christmas, but she starts her Christmas holidays today. So I will oh. be carb loading with some form of massive linguine probably.
1: Amazing, mate. It's supposed to
0: be really good in there. I've never been, but really, no, we yeah. we, we, we like that place. That's where Have we suggested been? Yeah. it. Is. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Right. Need to try it. Let's. Now it is. All it is is to get this done. <coughs> That's so, it, mate. December nineteenth. If you're in the Hailing Island Hailing Island area, please come down. We need the support. Um, and after that, we're going to be doing a reflection podcast probably two or three days afterwards which we'll release as quickly as possible so you get to hear what our opinions are on how the training has gone and how the event went and if we would do anything any different if we did it all again daryl mate i will see see you saturday morning yeah i'll see you saturday phil take it easy mate Bye.